queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. What a year in wrestling it has been. So let's, as I said last week, today is going to be all about recognizing the best of 2022. Yes, we do talk about WWE a lot on the show. However, these end of the year awards are going to be for any brand. So everything's, everything is on the table. So you never know what's going to come out of our mouths this year. So it's like, we're recognizing all the best, the best wrestlers, the best tag team, the best matches, the best moments, and those moments that make you, make you say, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm all crazy. All right, so let's start with the best return. I know like in WWE, we had a lot of returns this year, but there was also returns all over the place and everything. So I'm going to go to Kayla first. I may know you, I may know your answer, but I actually I may not. But who do you think had the uh, who was the best return of the year? I'm actually torn between two. Um, honestly, this I'm going to this whole list. I was torn, and as we get there, it's just so hard. Like you said, you know, a lot of stuff happened. Um, so my best return is a tie between. Soraya returning to AEW, coming back, her big comeback into wrestling. Uh-huh. Yes, we were all on the edge of our seats, you know, saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know. But, and then the fact that Zach Zodiac, her brother, was there to support her made it even better. Um, And then, obviously, I did say Karrion Cross and Scarlet because, yes, they're my absolute little favorites, but the fact they returned in Greenville, South Carolina, and that was in my hometown, so that kind of meant a lot, considering, you know, just met them back in June, and then it's just like, you know, saw them in Indies killing it, and then I'm like, well, what's the chance of them coming back by w- coming to WWE at the end of the year, and all of a sudden those rumors broke, it's like, hello, back in August, there they are, so literally like two months later, they show back up in WWE, Um, but those are my two best returns, because like I said, especially Cross and Scarlet meant something to me. And then, you know, Soraya being out as long as she was, never thinking she would. So, yeah. I th- I thought you probably would say Cody, but Cody's actually got spoiled like way in advance. So, uh, so it's like, I don't, but that still had a lot of pop for me. <laughs> Excuse me. But, but that's what, that's what I get for assuming, of course. 
All right, Jolie. Um, I had two. Um, so for best return, a cross was definitely the most unexpected return. But uh, the Bailey Dakota EO return as well. Ooh. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about Paige. I don't. I, I, I thought her return was tactless and tasteless with her digs towards WWE who did everything they could to get her healthy. And just because they wouldn't um, give her the ability to wrestle and they were going to pay for her, they were going to extend her contract. So to me, I have no love lost with Paige Soraya. Um, But, you know, the fact that Bailey did everything she could to get Dakota back in speaks volumes of how trusting Hunter is with Bailey's decision making, uh, not only as an athlete, but as somebody who's uh, a future producer in the business. So those are the two that I picked. And like you okay. said, Cody was a Cody would have been the if Cody was not still injured right now and going against um, Roman, which I think was the original plan. I, I probably yeah. would have put Cody there because him going for the title with everything that it means. So, um. But I would say, like, you could put him in that list, but with the injury, it just being knocked out so soon after coming back did really help. And it was his own stupid fault. I'm sorry. It was his own stupid fault. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would still have him as one of the best returns because it's like, A, even though it was, like, spoiled ahead of time, thanks to our cheats, um... It was even though it was like spoiled ahead of time, the pop at AT&T Stadium was fucking phenomenal. Okay, but and, if you're gonna go for best pop. Okay, okay. Then let me let, let me talk, please. Let me talk. Okay. These are I, I have multiple, so I have multiple like you. So it, okay. So because of the reaction from the crowd, and also to the fact that he came from AEW. And came back to came back home to WWE to take care of unfinished business, family unfinished business, and everything. That's what. That's why I um. Yeah, that's why he's one of my best returns of the year. Uh, I definitely would put Cross and Scarlet on there because it's like how unexpected it was. Because it's like that Friday morning, I was reading online and everything about like them possibly coming back. There's talks, and then bam, they're they're back that night. I'm like sitting in front of my TV. I'm like, oh, 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 like, what the hell? What the hell? And then it's like, Jolie, I got to agree with you on Bailey, Dakota, and EO and everything because it's like, I was at SummerSlam. Bailey, I, I mean, Bailey, of course, Bailey, of course, it's like it, you knew it was going to be coming soon because it was like about the year point and everything. But Dakota and EO was like the pure shocks because it's like Dakota had been released. And EO, there was talks about her, whether or not she was going to even stay with WWE. So, so it's like, I think we have like a, a good mindset on a lot of these. All right. But what okay. I was, what I was trying to say was if we were going to say for best pop of the okay. year, it's Cody, 100% Cody Rhodes. That pop, I swear the people next to us in the hotel could hear the pop through the TV and it wasn't that loud. <laughs> <laughs> because I was in Ohio at the time, watching. Yeah, everything. yeah. And my my other best friend Mika, because we went to a convention. You were at WrestleMania, and Kayla was watching at home as well. So like that pop yeah. alone, like you know, it was just 
I'm sorry. Yeah, CM Punk gets all the pops whenever he goes to Chicago. Nothing even remotely, even with Bailey's return, even with Johnny Gargano, even though that was like a what the fuck moment. Like, who, yeah, exactly. Who the hell is this guy? You know, <laughs> um, the smuggling across Canada. But like, when you talk about the best pop, hands down, is 100% Cody Rhodes. Kayla, do you agree? I don't have to agree on that one. All right, cool. All right, so, all right, speaking of what the fuck moments, let's get to that one. Okay. For me, it involves Mr. Cody. And the fact that he wrestled Hell in a Cell in his condition and the what the fuck moment was like him taking off his coat and the bruises and the blood, like how, how just how he looked. I sometimes with after big returns or big uh, moments and everything, I like going on YouTube and seeing all these reaction videos. The, the reaction videos are like, oh, what? Like, why did he wrestle like that? It was like a cringe moment. It was just like, Cody, what were you thinking? How how did Brandy let you wrestle like Oh, that was absolutely nuts. But that 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 was that was my my what the fuck moment of the year. I hands down. I, I couldn't even begin to think of anything else after that. Oh what do you think, Jolie? Who's what's your moment of the year? My what the fuck moment of the year is coming from AEW. And it was the media scrum of CM Punk. And all, <laughs> all the backstage bullshit. What the fuck, man? Let's see, you, you suspend the EVPs for doing what said star said to do. A dog loses its tooth. And a human gets bitten. And one of the bucks much to, you know, as sad as it was, but much to my glee, and I'm pretty sure Kayla's glee, because she hates the young bucks as I as much as I do, gets knocked the fuck out. And then, now you have CM Punk just <laughs> show, putting pictures of WWE on his fucking Instagram right now. With, 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 uh, with, uh, wow. yeah, Gall- Galloway's picture behind him is Festus. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so that media scrum, uh, the Cody one does rank up there. But I'm sorry, when you go, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that one takes the cake. And you could also throw in, uh, tied with the Cody one, Vince McMahon being fired. Ooh, the That's we never nice. saw this fucking coming moment of the year exactly it's like it's like who knew like by the time we got to the end of the year that Vincent Kennedy McMahon would no longer be in WWE (sighs) insane all right Kayla what you got WTF moment of the year um I actually got two and it's funny because one Jolie just mentioned it um but the first one is definitely the Cody Rhodes taking his uh, shirt off at hell in a cell and it's like Yo, dude, really? What are you thinking? Um, and the other one was Vince McMahon getting fired because, like I said, whoever thought that his daughter would be in charge, followed by her husband and his best friend. 
So, yeah, those were the two WTF moments of the year. Okay, awesome. All right, so I know we talked about, like, best returns and everything, but everyone loves a good comeback story. So, Kayla, your comeback wrestler of the year. Um, oh, my gosh. This one, I based it off of how they came back and what it's building up to because how they um, brought them in with everything, I believe Combat Wrestling of the Year would be Bray Wyatt. Just because, you know, we saw the clips, how he came back, you know, with the characters, the dark, the door, honoring Brody Lee, and, you know, the little storyline and stuff that he's got going with L.A. Knight, which L.A. Knight will say he's not scared shitless, but you can tell that he is. Just don't want to admit it. But I'm just saying when he's ready to step in that ring, it's going it's going to be one of his biggest comebacks. And I believe it. And I'm I'm ready for it. And whatever these Uncle Howdies and whoever is coming, I mean, sources are saying it's Bo Dallas, you know, whoever's part of this. I'm ready for it to even stir up. So, than what it already has. Nice. Ooh. All right. Jelly, who you got? I have the queen of mean herself in the comeback of the year, and that's Bailey. Bailey has led up Twitter feuds from last year and renewed her feud with Becky. And I feel like they've had so much back and forth that. We knew it was going to happen, and her injury kept her out a little bit longer, and I think that paid off, especially with, again, Papa H trusting her to bring in Dakota and EO into this amazing faction that she now has with damage control. And I just feel that um, she, even though she has lost the match to Bianca, and her next match is against Alexa, which, again, should be a fucking, to quote Seamus, banger. Anger. Um, I, I just feel that uh, we are in due for a an amazing storyline with her coming forward, whether it's with Becky, which a lot of people have now flushed the Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania. They want Becky versus Bailey at WrestleMania, not for a title. They want that hands down. I think that'd be a great rivalry set up for a whole year, just like with her and Bianca, and maybe at WrestleMania 40 when we're all uh, present and accounted for in Philadelphia, um, whether it's in the crowd or working it. Um, you know, I just feel like that is the best way for them to move forward, especially with the Becky Bailey storyline. Like I said, whether it's mm-hmm. for a title or not, what those two women have done via social media and in the ring. Now, don't get me wrong. I want the Rhea versus Becky match because that stare down, you're like either fight or kiss. I don't care. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, my comeback wrestler of the year is Bailey, hands down. Or yeah. it could have been, or it could have been, I'm gonna beat your ass because your man hurt my man and beat him down in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but it's like, yeah, it's like I saw that stare down Monday night and I was like going, run it back, run it back. I mean, technically it was never finished. Mm -mm. Yeah, exactly. 
So it's just like, yeah, because it's like I remember like that one match they had in NXT and everything. It's just like, oh yeah, we need to, we need to, we need a redo of that big time. Um, damn, I can't decide. Uh, I can't decide between those or come to, come up with another one because come up with are, another one. You can't steal ours. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, come back, come back, come back. Okay. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not, I, I'm agreeing with y'all. I'm not stealing. I'm agreeing with y'all because they're both good. No, because it's like Bray, Bray hasn't even touched the mat yet for a, uh, for a match. He hasn't even touched the mat. And it's heating up like crazy. Exactly. And then Bailey end of July and she has done so much since the end of July and it's just been ridiculous and she's just only skyrocketing from here and oh, hold on one second Bailey what does Dakota and EO's match on Friday have anything to do with you uh and what you're going through on Monday you're just being at ringside anyway so calm down honey Oh man, but yeah, those were both good choices and everything. So I'm just gonna agree with y'all and let's move on. Okay, so here on the show we talk about WWE, we talk about AEW, we talk about Impact and ROH and all that kind of stuff. But everything starts in the Indies, in the in, on the indie scene and everything. And those who've been a long time listener of us know that we love our indie wrestlers so much and everything and because because we get to follow them on their amazing paths to get to what they're going where where they want to go and everything so next category indie star of the year all right uh Jolie. it's hands down he's our favorite we've been with him since his day one bougie he has been killing it in in this this new form. He he has hit another power level. Um, honestly, it was a toss up between him and the Kirks, but I I have to go with Bougie because he's just killing it on all levels. Whether it's in the ring, whether it's with his TikToks, whether it's with his social media game on Twitter and Instagram, the guy is killing it on all cylinders. And you know. We already know that he he's he's most likely going to be on dark, or he was on dark. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, hell, I could have been a little bit biased and say my girl Co, who's been on dark twice. I, I much love for her, but I got to go bougie because you know he was. We were one of the first podcasts he ever did in his start and we've been st- stuck by him and he's and I've st- we've all stuck by him mm-hmm. and we've all seen great things out of him but uh Jay Bougie is my personal indie wrestler of the year all righty Kayla well make it two for two Jay Bougie he's you know like I said he's accomplished so much ever since that first appearance and, you know, and he's proven that, you know, one day that he can run with the bigger guys, you know, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and, you know, different people like that. And and him making the debut on AEW. So he definitely deserves 
indie star of the year? Uh, I love Jay Bougie. I, I really do and everything. Um, I'm gonna throw another I am gonna throw another name into the mix. Don't get me wrong, Jay Bougie. I love you. You still love you're our boy. Still love you and everything. I'm gonna throw another name into the mix. And she's actually one who who's been on the show as well. Um I'm gonna go Tiffany Nieves. She's been on the show a couple of times, and when we first interviewed her, it was before her debut match in CCW, and she's been on AEW. She's been on Impact. She has been making her way around, and she's get and from what I keep seeing, just getting better and better, developing herself more and more. And it's like, um, and so it's just like I'm, it's like I'm just so proud of how she's how far she's come so far, and I know this is just the beginning for her. And it's like I saw and I caught her uh, virtual signing the other day on Facebook and everything. So it's just like that's 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 my girl. That's my that's my indie star of the year. But they're all they're all definitely worthy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like I've said this before. Any person who's been on the show and everything, it's like multiple it especially done on multiple times and everything they're friends of the show we definitely follow them and try to support them as absolutely much as we possibly can so nah but jay bougie tiffany we're proud of you just keep going and hopefully we we can catch up with you next year and uh, see where you're at so basically what we're saying is that the male indie star is bougie and the female indie star is tiffany there you go we can do it like that okay (laughs) And then just throw another mix while we're, I mean, we've already agreed who our indies are, but we'll have to put a shout out to Casey Castell and Brandon Kirk because they do kind of put themselves out there too. Oh, the, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay, okay. No, hold on. So it's male superstar, Jay Bougie, female superstar, Tiffany Davis, and couple of the year, the Kirks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> our indies. Our indie faction and everything. All right. So I'm going to start this next category off because I know one off the top of my head. Breakout star of the year. If you steal mine, I'm coming to Texas and hang you by your nose. Hey, I haven't started out any of these. I said, I you don't want to see that. <laughs> so she better not steal mine or I'm going to Texas and hang her by her nose. Man, anything I do these days is like you two want to kill me for. So I'm not killing you. I'm just hanging you up by your nose. I didn't say I was killing you. <laughs> are, are you going to come to Texas to cause me harm? <laughs> just choose uh, wisely, my friend. Now I don't want to say it. <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. No, but hands down, my breakout star of the year, Liv Morgan. Okay, you're safe. Yeah, you're, okay, thank you. you're safe for me too. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Liv Morgan's my breakout star of the year and everything because it's like we've wanted so much for her for so long. And she finally got the push. She finally broke through. She won money in the bank. She got the SmackDown Women's Championship. She's like one of those stars on on Friday nights and everything. It's like pops and and so it's just like uh it's like her transformation this year and how far she's come throughout this year is just been absolutely fantastic and so Liv Morgan my breakout star of the year all right Kayla who's yours I am dropping myself down to NXT breakout star of the year goes to Mr. Wesley I kind of figured 
you were going to go that way since you're going to NXT. Okay. Because, you know, ever since the whole issue losing the tag titles and, you know, issue with his former partner and, you know, there for a while, he just felt like he couldn't overcome anything. He couldn't, you know, get there. And then when he became NXT North American champion after fighting and fighting and fighting through different injuries from Grayson Waller and, you know, different people taking him out, Joe Gacy, Carmelo Hayes, and Trick Williams, um, he finally was able to break out and get title again and show that he deserves to be a champion that he rightfully deserves to be so i believe that he he basically didn't give up until he proves he's where he belongs i love that i absolutely love that i'm dying to know jolie who's yours so mine is also in nxt and she has been killing it whether it's in a tag team or going against a former tag team partner but uh, my breakout star of the year is Roxanne. Ah. Coming in from ROH and doing what she's been doing, she has been killing it. She has made a staple for herself, and um, I am absolutely 100% fucking proud of everything that she has done, and I can't wait to see her mix it up with the likes of Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Bailey. Because they're all their interactions. Her, like, I, you know, I just can't wait for all of this. So, right. and I she won think... the Iron Survivor Challenge yesterday yeah. too. So, yeah. So she's she is definitely a woman on the rise, and mm-hmm. she needs to beat somebody for a fucking title because I cannot have that bitch beat Oscar's record. Right. Oh my god! Exactly. And when I yes. say bitch, yes, I yes. mean it in all sincerity. Mandy Rose, love her to death. I think she's a fantastic wrestler, but she's doing her job as a heel. I fucking hate her. So, At this point, I would like any female just to go down there, trick her into... Fantina, uh, where are you? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I wouldn't care. Anybody, because I don't want her to break Oscar's record. I know. It's like... Uh, Garlic, hopefully... go back to NXT. Take the title from Mandy and then just relinquish it. There we go. Aren't they saying that Scarlett's going to be getting back in the ring soon? She's supposed to be. She was in, she was in the ring last night at a live event, so hopefully it translates to TV soon. It better. Yeah, because they, think... they, they did a mix tag last night. Because I think it's against who? It was uh, Cross and Scarlett versus Emma and Matt Catmoss. Of course. Well, I mean, that's, no. a good, that's a good starting point for both um emma and scarlet to get more comfortable in the ring because they haven't been in the ring much especially in wwe and it does help them because emma is actually a very safe worker her and becky put on bangers uh, matches back when becky was hurt when she was nxt days or uh early her brought over to raw days and um after the triple threat she was all banged up and her and emma put on at least a decent match so Emma knows how to work with people that are still up and coming or rough around the edges. Not saying that Scarlett is rough around the edges. She's just rough for WWE viewership, if that makes sense. Because oh, indie and WWE is a little bit different in ring style. So Emma is the perfect person to polish anybody's skills 
for the to translate in the WWE. So I'm actually happy about that. Um, but uh, there was something else I was about to say. Um, speaking of couples, though, um, should we send a, a a dump truck of ice to Keith Lee? Did anybody see what happened to him yesterday? Yeah, apparently he got nut crunched. Somebody drop kicked him right in the nuts. Ooh, I saw I, the picture. I, I missed that part. <laughs> I saw the picture and I was like, not gonna comment, not gonna comment, not gonna comment. Mia, Mia, Mia has don't ready. use icy hot. Do not use the icy hot. <laughs> no, but it's like I saw like clips of that and everything when it's like Swerve walked out on him this time, but Keith ended up winning the match. And the fact that Keith was actually able to pick up Shane Taylor for a bot for like a strongest slam and everything damn man it's like i didn't know how far i actually didn't know how far those two went back and everything but yeah but no i didn't i i missed that part about him getting the shot mia have the ice ready oh lord have mercy uh what else was i gonna say Oh yeah, um, did, did y'all see the clips of like how Booker T was like crying, like practically crying his eyes out after Roxanne won last night? It's like you talk about proud papa moments. Technically, he had two proud papa moments last night: Roxanne winning and Athena winning. Oh yeah, congratulations! Damn, ROH that ROH pay per view it was like nothing but uh, title title changes. Yes, because thank of- you, Cesaro. Claudio for making bitch ass uh Jericho tap out to your spin. To the spin and everything. Everything what? when I saw the results was good except for one match. FTR lost the titles. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing. And I don't like the fact that, you know, ROH used to be free to watch and now to watch it you have to pay ten dollars a month. I, I I don't know. I don't know. At all. It's better than freaking 50 bucks for a damn AEW pay-per-view. That's half worth of shit sometimes. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is why I love Peacock. I mean, you pay four ninety five, and or if you have Comcast or specific pr- packages, you get to watch WWE content for free. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. bucks a month over watch- 50 bucks. And you get so much more. Yeah, Tony, you fucking suck. I have an award just for you at the end of this. Don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, and then the AEW pay-per-views, they're like cramming like 13 matches or so in one night. And just, it's like... Mm-hmm. You it's think like, WrestleMania, eight hours. I mean, hell, sometimes it's like 12 hours for one pay-per-view for AEW. Exactly. Oh, my God. And I think, you know, the one thing that WWE learned with this pandemic was breaking up WrestleMania into two nights. Not only do they make more money for themselves, but they allow a lot more people to enjoy a show that transcends generations. Exactly. It is so much better. It is is absolutely so much better as two nights and everything. I want to say this right now. I am so glad it's an away game today because I feel bad for MetLife Stadium workers. It is fucking pouring in New York City right now. Oh, oh God. Man. Oh, jeez. And hey, on football, oh, hold on. On other football notes, right now it is halftime in the Texans-Cowboys game. 
Cowboys are losing by three. Let's go, Texans. Yeah, that's what everybody in the fucking NFC East is saying right now. God, I, I, I try not to get I, – I want the Texans to win. I'm trying not to get my hopes up, though. I'm trying not to get my hopes up because my, my hopes have been hey, – hey, hey, this is from a Texans fan, okay? We've had a shitty year. Okay, you've got to give me some <laughs> – Okay, I don't care. We're going to root for these Texans because they need to beat the Cowboys because I am tired of the freaking Cowboys at work running their freaking mouth about it. I don't know what's worse. I know, right? I do hope they can hold on to the lead. I really do. I really do. What are they going to feel like Carolina Panthers? (gasps) We're leading. (laughs) Oh, no. Goodbye. Yeah. If Texans doesn't. Oh, and what? Exactly. Okay. Our next um, category is Tag Team of the Year. Before we start the category, we were talking about NXT and everything. So we also want to send our congratulations to The New Day. New NXT Tag Team Champions. They are officially the third Tag Team Triple Crown winners. And I actually, it's like Kofi Kingston actually broke the record for the most tag team titles for an individual person, breaking Booker T's record, and he wasn't too happy about it. And it's like, it's fun. And also, they re- they, t- they said this after, on a, on a, interview later on and everything this is the first time they're going to have tag titles with side plates that's awesome but (laughs) okay so who are the other two uh ftr and and no and uh street profits so the new day has done something that ftr or that uh usos haven't done (laughs) yeah oh no somebody no somebody posted no this is funny this was a tweet i saw i didn't share it but somebody had posted it says now that New Day has the titles, it's only going to lead to one thing. Roman's going to go down and dethrone Braun Breaker, and the Usos are going to go down and dethrone the New Day. So they're going to have all the titles hostage. No, God, no, please, no, 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 no. I'm like up to here with them already having holding the titles hostage and everything. I want them gone by WrestleMania. Nope, he'll lose one. That's it. Well, I mean, I, I, at least the Usos lose their titles, and Roman, if Roman at least loses one of them, I'm fine with that. Nope, Usos are going to Usos are going to retire in 2076, and that's when they're going to lose the titles. <laughs> I'll be dead by then. I'll be dead by then. They'll be dead by then. What's going to be their <laughs> skeletons? Yeah, it's like 76. I'll Zombies. Be 90, it's 76. I'll be 98. <laughs> No, it's gonna be the Usos, 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 grandkids, grandkids, nephews, nieces, uncles, nephews. Okay, stop giving me a headache. <laughs> oh my god! And also, it's like another bloodline member is getting into wrestling because, like, Umaga's son just started his training at ROW. Also, can I just say, even though he destroyed Matt Riddle, and uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> Solo Sequoia's uh, honoring Umaga on Monday Night Raw was a chef's kiss. Beautiful. I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Umaga was always one of my favorite villains. Um, When he had Escobar. Escobar? Yeah. Escobar as his manager at chef's kiss that, that, that time in wrestling because he was one of the true enforcers and 
seeing solo uh channel that it was just it kind of brought a tear to my eye because I just love uh, Umaga was fucking awesome. I'm sorry, I don't care what you say. He was fucking awesome. He was one of the when I first started wrestling, it was him, Bobby Lashley, Rey Mysterio, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Cody Rhodes is what made WWE when I first started watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Sheldon Benjamin. <laughs> but they said that they wrote off Matt Riddle because they think that about six it'll be time for the like the rumble and that Randy will be back by then. Oh yeah, because uh Cowboy said he was getting, he was progressing further along than Yeah. So they think that he's gonna be healthy enough and ready to to fight again. And you know, I think it's smart to take Riddle off because right now it's she's just as much as you know I I mean, I like his antics. There is no storyline for him at the moment. Right. So taking him off is smart. It leaves, you know, Riddle, or not Riddle, uh, Seth, or not Seth, Austin Theory to deal with um, Seth, Ali, Bobby Lashley, because those three are coming after him, and Dolph Ziggler. Though I think Dolph and Ali just started a feud, which I'm here for. Um, and you know, there's just so much going on right now, and there's just no place for Riddle at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So writing him off, I think, was the smartest play that they could have done. Yeah. All right. So tag team of the year. <sighs> Let's see, Jolie, what do you got? I am actually going to AEW. I have been a fan of theirs for a long time, even when they were made the butt of jokes in WWE, but uh, Fear the Revival, or in the words of the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes, fuck the Revival. Um, FTR is my tag team of the year. They have been putting on banger matches, carrying the tag division, um, beating the likes of the Briscoes and the Young Bucks themselves. And unfortunately, the best friends, um, though, I think they should go for the trios. But yeah, no. So I've just been enjoying their their matches. So FTR is are my tag team of the year. Oh, all right. Kayla? Tag team of the year for me is the iconic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? You, I'm going to have you drug tested. I'm going to call Mama Larissa. I'm like, like, you need to take Kayla to a lab, get her drug tested because she's saying some stupid ass shit on this show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My tag team of the year is same as Jolie, FTR, because they've, I mean, I admit, I was not a huge fan of theirs when the WWE, and you know, now that they're in AEW, I, I kind of wish I was because they've dominated since they've been over there. So, FTR. Three for three. And no, I'm not stealing y'all's and everything. I was actually thinking this in my mind. Yes, Usos have had the dominant uh, storyline the whole year and everything, but you just can't dominate tag team divisions on several brands, grabbing up all those titles and everything and not be the best of the year. I'm sorry. It does not happen. And speaking of like being jokes in WWE and everything, if God, if there was one, if we could get it for one fucking night, 
one fucking night, neutral zone and everything. I want this. I want FTR and Usos right now. And see how this goes down. No jokes, no gimmicks, no everything. Just like put these two badass tag teams in the ring and see how it flies. Give me that match. I don't care where, but make it happen. Somebody, please. Somebody. All right. Kayla. And this awards is these awards have been for any brand, any matches on the line. Your match of the year. This is actually match of the year, and it's actually one of my favorites. Probably the most intense match of the year for me. Helena Cell, Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins. And I say those two tore it up in the ring. And then the fact Cody basically handled Seth with one arm and, you know. Even though so many times Seth put him, you know, down, he didn't give up to fight and to believe in the fight for what he believed in. I mean, heck, anybody that comes out and dressed like your father, um, of course you want to beat him down and win the match. So, um, but my match of the year is definitely Hell in a Cell, Rhodes versus Rollins, part three, and part Friday. four is probably coming back. <laughs> part four is yeah, probably yeah, we're probably gonna get part four of uh, either by WrestleMania or. Yeah, yeah, by WrestleMania, I would say. <sighs> Jolly? My match of the year um, goes to the women. And uh, I was torn between the, these two matches, but um, Becky versus Bianca at SummerSlam. Okay. I think it's set the table and has the, those two women have set the table with every matches that they've had. They have elevated the women's division and they have put on absolute bangers of matches the other one would have been the women's war games that survivor series once again the women setting the table for the entire show and just kicking ass and taking names with honorable mention i couldn't just pick one but honorable mention sheamus versus gunter at clash of the castle oh god yeah it's like (laughs) If you want to add another honorable, just be just because the crowd was still behind him, regardless. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns was another good one. Yeah, that, that that as well. Fans were behind them all the way. Exactly. My God. Yeah, that was that was phenomenal. And it's like Go Gunther and Sheamus was phenomenal. And it's like Mello and Ricochet when they mixed it up in NXT. That was phenomenal too. I'm so sorry we didn't get a re. That that they should run that back on SmackDown and everything, but Mel lost the title. So, if I had to pick one, it was one of the ones that Jolie mentioned. It was off the top of my head because it showcased just what the women can do when you let them loose. The women's war games match. They set the table that night, and and I said it on this show when we were talking about recaps and everything. It. The women had more balls in that match than the men did in theirs. It's like they it's like they let it loose and it's just like it was just a phenomenal match. And and it's like this is how far WWE has come since the summer and everything, like with Triple H in charge and everything. It's just like the women just want their opportunities. The women just want to let it fly. Hell, uh Sonya, she tweeted out the other day i i just want to wrestle so it's like the women are just as capable as the men and that night they were they were they were even better than the men 
Yeah, the men acted like they didn't want to get their hands dirty or something. Thank you! It was like, ugh, I don't want to touch you. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the bloodline over there at that one point. It's just like, ugh. Man, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. From what I've seen, there's, I mean, it's like from what I have watched, there were some, there were some great matches in AEW as well. You can't, it's hard to get past of all the blood that happens there all the time too and everything. There have been great matches in AEW, but I'm sorry. These were like some of the ones on the top of my head that just took the cake this year. And it's not like I'm saying like WWE is better than AEW and everything like that. It's just like, what do I, what draws me in more? I will say for the past six months, WWE has been better than AEW. And Jester says, fuck off if you don't like that. That's to anybody listening, because I really don't fucking care. I, I, I will admit if there's been a good match. And I have not seen in the clips that I watch anything that says, oh, maybe I should watch. No, there's nothing that, that wants to dra- drag me in. Um, not interested in any of the women's matches because they don't put any emphasis on the women. The men, same fucking men over and over and over and over again. Um I think that was the biggest complaint that they made with WWE. They owe it to the same people over and over and over again. What is AEW doing? Same thing. Well, you've got Miro sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. You had Andrade, who's recovering from an injury, but you had him. Yeah, you got House of Black back, but what are you doing with them? Not really anything. You have Darby Allen just being everybody's fucking punching bag. Um, You bring back Double J of all fucking people? And claim it's a big signing? The fuck? No. You it's just it's either the Bucks or the Omega or Hangman or Mox or MJF. Where's Wardlow? What the fuck's he doing? He should be he should be the one taking the title off of goddamn MJF right now. Yeah, and like like I think uh Ricky Starks is up next for him. You mean Pebbles? <laughs> right now because of all the shit that's been going online this morning because of Meltzer's big mouth and everything that saying that she's possibly done with WWE and everything if 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 Mercedes were to sign with AEW I would be extremely worried about her I would be extremely worried about her because it's like I mean it's like they'll bring her in for like that big pop at first and everything and but then but then what like at this point, I really don't care what Mercedes Fernando does. Um, and and I'll put this out there right now: if Becky pulled this shit, I'd say the same exact thing. If Charlotte pulled this, I would say the same exact thing. I understand that people are upset about what has happened. I get it. I, I do believe that she has been mistreated. But the point is, you know, if shit happens and you you just don't you respond to the fantasy are you coming back, you become mysterious, you go on hiding, you do your hollow we find out you're doing a movie because of Fightful, you know, just either you're coming back or you're not. And everybody's like, well, she's going to be Paige's or Saray's partner in against Brett Baker and Jamie Hayter. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, her contract is technically up in January. 
But WWE in the past has done the following. Oh, you've sat at home because you wanted to sit at home? Well, we're going to extend your time. And they can rightfully do that to her because it's in her contract. I understand. I stand with her. But you know what? Either you're in or you're out and just let people know. Because this Meltzer or Fightful or Raj saying, oh, she's close to a deal. She's not close to a deal. It's a money issue. What is it? It's not Vince anymore, so you can't blame it on him. Vince is gone. So whatever she does, she does. I mean, I know she's going to New Japan. They've already announced it, or somebody from New Japan has announced it. That she, they don't say what capacity, but she's going to be there at least in the audience. Yeah, so, it's just an appearance. It's just an appearance next month. So, but, but again, right. also WWE has been making strides with making a relationship with New Japan. So this could be that as well. So I'm at the point where I just wipe my hands of it. I am done with it. If she comes back, if not, honestly, I don't give a fuck anymore because I have been a fan of hers. But if you are going to just ignore your fan base, not talk to your fan base, not interact with your fan base and saying, hey, what is going on? And you just ignore it and do your own thing. Yeah, you can live your own life. But if you don't give any inclination that, you know, this is what's going to happen. Um, like you said, if she signs with AEW, I'm absolutely terrified because apparently the women like blood over there. And she, I don't see her cutting her face. Especially if she's got to go against like, somebody like Britt. Right. So. And if she does go over there. I fear for Kayla's sanity. She needs to fucking stay away from AEW because that's another fucking opportunity from a former WWE superstar that's taken away from Statlander. So tell your girl, Kat, to stay the hell away from AEW for your sake and hers. I think I need to have my ears checked. (laughs) Oh, Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, moving on. All right, so let's go with our male and female. The the last three categories, we have male and female wrestlers of the year, and then we have our wrestler of the year, the overall, who's done the best at everything. So, Jolie, your male wrestler of the year is? Sami Zayn. 100% 100% Sammy fucking Zane. Okay, I gotta hear this. Go. <laughs> he has inserted himself in this bloodline. It started off as a joke and has evolved into the grandest schemes of all time. And if if the payoff that is about to if the payoff that we want to happen happens then it makes everything 100% a chef's kiss. And what that being is that he quote unquote turned on Kevin Owens ball bopped him. And just to cement himself with the bloodline only to turn on him at WrestleMania to win the titles with Kevin. I think that would be 1000% the most beautiful 
chef's kiss thing to ever fucking happen. But he's been entertaining in the ring. He's been amazing in the ring. He has been entertaining on the mic. He makes the crowd laugh. He has. He is one of the one of the only male wrestlers to have the entire crowd behind him. It doesn't matter if you love him or hate him. You stand behind Sammy because he is just that fucking amazing. So my male superstar of the year, because of his skills on the mic, because of what he does for the bloodline, for what he does with the crowd, you know, even getting, you know, the ever stoic solo to crack a smile or laugh every once in a while is Sami Zayn. Yeah, you gotta have some major talent and some major balls to get it. Roman, Usos, and Solo to kind of break character right in the ring and everything. And Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman as well. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some funny shit right there. Yeah. Alright, Kayla? Honestly, I sat here and I thought about this one. And I thought about this one. I probably done changed the notes on my phone several times. I thought I smelled something burning. <laughs> um, but I am actually going to jump to AEW. Okay. Um, this person has worked their butts off from the very start. Prove that they may, and some people say they have the most stupidest gimmicks in wrestling today. But his personality, his sit there and shut up, Jolie. (laughs) The fact that regardless of the battle and the outcome, he always has the best friends back, regardless what kind of brawl it is. Um, He does make AEW fun because always does love, even if it's just the thumbs up, whatever. But, you know, a lot of people may not agree, but just for, I think he does deserve it for, you know, for the heck of it, because he does make AEW fun. Um, Male Wrestler of the Year is going to go to Mr. Orange Cassidy. All right. And that's why I told Jolie, shut up over there, because I've seen her, don't you do it. Oh, but I, do, but I will agree with her on Sami Zayn. That, like you said, it it doesn't it takes it takes somebody very very talented and stuff to make those the bloodline laugh. And Paul Hayden, exactly, so I, hers was good too. But like I said, I did Orange because he's finally champion. Um, he needs to be trios, you know, with the other two. But he makes wrestling fun, and that's why I said. Him this male wrestler, um, male wrestler year because he makes it fun. He's always had Chucky and Trent's back, regardless. And when Stat was there, he you know helped her out. He motivated her, even though she lost her title match against Britt Baker. He motivated her and you know pushed her. That's what he does, and that's what I love. Love him as a part of him being of who he is. And there, you know, and that's be like if you know, I don't know. Let's say. Jolie decides she wants to go into wrestling. I know she won't. But me and you would be there motivating her and supporting her every step of the way to make sure she succeeds. And that's what he does. That's why mm-hmm. I named him Male Wrestler of the Year. Because he don't give up. He fights for what he believes in and he fights for his friends. Amen. 
Amen to that. And kind of a side note, Kayla, what I want us to do whenever we go to WrestleMania 40, I want us to get seats in Jolie's section and everything so we can actually see this woman at work because it's like from what she said, from what she says, from what she does on the Eagles games and everything, it's like I can only imagine her. So working. we need to. So we get them in her section and we see her dancing or paying attention. We get to yell at her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, no. No, 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 no. We can't yell at her. She'll kick us out. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. see, here's the thing. Uh, number one, Eagles games are a lot different than doing other sporting events. Concerts are a lot different. So I don't know how I would react at a wrestling event as a worker. Um, I know I would probably watch most, but like, you know, when I worked the Army Navy game, I basically just stood there most of the time and just watched the crowd. The only okay. time I ever actually celebrated was um when Navy finally scored a fucking touchdown. Um but yeah, no, I I for like stuff like that, I just relax and chill. But with wrestling, it might be different because again, I would probably just be cheering with everybody else and watching, but I would also keep attention to my section. I also don't know what section I'd be working because it's two years away or a year and a half away. And I I have opportunities to upgrade my section. So we'll see what happens. Ah, watch. She won't know. Watch. You're in one section. I'm in the other section. And I'll be like, where are you at? I don't know. Jolie's over here. I got Jolie to take a picture and send it <laughs> in the group chat. I got her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, three of us need to hook up big time. Okay. My male wrestler of the year went back to WWE, and Jolie's not going to like me either. I hope you ain't saying so I can be going to say. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, that's not who I was thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't, but I can't disagree with that. He has put on banger after banger. He's been amazing, but he's just hasn't been as entertaining to me personally as as, as Sammy. But yeah, no, it's like going back from like the beginning of the year. It's like late lately he's gotten the crowd even even with his heelish self and everything. It's like getting the crowd involved with his song and everything. It's just like that kind of atmosphere and then he's been an absolute troll since the beginning of the year going back to his uh lead up to the match with roman at the rumble and everything the rumble itself him coming out in shield uh, gear and everything and just like all the build-up and then everything with cody it's just like he has been like in some of the highest matches of the year um the only thing that i would Mark Amon is his uh, wardrobe, and you really need a fashion consultant, Betty. It's like, especially that, what was with that black lace thing? Seriously? Oh, man. Did you all see the video online? I think it was a house show. There was a guy that was dressed like him, and I guess they called him his Seth Rollins' biggest fans, and he went up to him and did a little fingers, and he goes, ah, I did that laugh, and the kid laughed right back to him. Oh, the kid, the kid, yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw, I saw the kid. <laughs> and then he went back after the match and took pictures and signed autographs with him. I thought that was really cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that one with the kid. That was phenomenal. But, no, it's just, like, um, 
Seth has been up there all year. It's like whatever storyline or whatever he, he's involved in has always been like phenomenal and just like setting the blaze on fire. And with Roman um, holding the world titles on hostage on SmackDown and everything, uh, he helped like in a little bit of time that he did have it, he helped like elevate the U.S. title even more to like the biggest title on Raw and stuff like that. So. Yeah, his work this year has been fantastic. And yeah, that's my male wrestler of the year. For sure. <sighs> okay. For the women. We might all agree on this one, but I got to see about this. Kayla. Your female wrestler of the year. Jade Cargill. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I swear. Do you have a quest diagnostic near you in Greenville? I swear. I'm getting get you fucking drug tested with all this bullshit answers of yours. Mama LaSara. Mama. Mama, we need you. Mama. <laughs> Mama. 911. 911. <laughs> we have an emergency. We got we, we to drug you over here. We got to get her tested right quick. Exactly. Okay, now for your real answer, please. Are you sure you want my real answer? Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Female wrestler of the year. Um, I said Liv Morgan. Okay. Like I said, everything that she ever worked for to, you know, winning money in the bank, cashing in on the same night and becoming champion. Um, She accomplished everything that she wants in if her and Tegan accomplish um, these, I don't know when they're, I don't remember when they're going to get the championship matches, but um, just, she continues, no matter what happens, she continues to believe in herself and don't give up. So, Liv Morgan. All right. Uh, Jolie? I think you and I are on the same wavelength. I have to go with the new Miss WrestleMania herself, Miss SummerSlam, Miss I put everybody on my backs and carry them. And I've seen her ass carry Otis, so I know she can. (laughs) And that is the incomparable, the amazing, the raw women's champion, Miss Bianca. Bianca has been fucking killing it. On every level. And while Liv, uh -uh. (laughs) as much as I love Liv, and she was my second pick, um, just every match that she has, whether it's the start match, whether it's the end match, whether it's just a promo, whether it's kicking off SummerSlam and starting an immediate feud with Bailey, whether it's starting off war games and bringing back Becky Lynch. She has just elevated the women's raw division and that division could out wrestle every woman on AEW with how she's been elevating it. The the, the one thing that Becky has always said that, and I think Bianca is doing it as well is that when she wrestles, she doesn't want to be the one to carry. She wants everybody to bring themselves up to her. So she has to get better. And that's what everybody in the division has been doing. Whether it's Becky, whether it's Bianca, whether it's possibly be Alexa. 
whether it's Bailey. Which I think Bianca and Alexa's next. Yeah. Rhea, every woman in that division has elevated because of the woman above them. And that's what a champion does. And that's what a leader does. Because even when Becky wasn't champion, she was still elevating people. Yep. And so Bianca took a lot of those lessons to heart that Becky taught her. And that's why my female wrestler of the year is Bianca. Yeah. Mine's Britt Baker. No, I'm just kidding. 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 No, Jolie. Yeah. No, yeah. We're on the same page for real. It's like my, my mine's also Bianca and no woman has killed it. I mean, it's like she's like been head head of shoulder head and shoulders above the rest this entire year, and she's just been outstanding. And um, yeah, it's like I yeah, it's, I I I can't add anything to it. But yeah, it's like going into um, I had penciled down in my head and everything. My woman of the year, female wrestler of the year, is Bianca for sure. All right, before we get to uh, wrestler of the year, I gotta, I gotta bring. I just saw this on Twitter. Okay, so at WrestleStand twenty two uh, says from a WWE source. I don't know if this is actual legit or not, but from a WWE source, the belief is that while they can't enter full talks yet, FTR to WWE is effectively a done deal. They're dropping the titles gradually, leading into April. FTR's loss at ROH Final Battle is the first step in the direction of an Usos match penciled for April or May. I gotta say, I'm here for it. Man. Yeah, because I, I was just talking about this earlier. It's like with the way where FTR is now and where Usos are at now, I want this battle. I want this battle because both teams have been elevated like so much since that bullshit uh, stories back in the day and everything. So it's just like, I want to see this now. And what's wrong, Kayla? You know what I want to see? What? I want to see FTR teaming with the New Day versus the Bloodline in War Games. Oh. We just had war games. We're going to have to wait a year for that. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because you you can't not, when you talk about the Usos and the FTR, you can't leave out New Day. Lord have mercy. What do you think, Kayla? FTR coming to WWE? I'm okay with it. Most definitely. Like I said, they've they've grown on me and you know, and I've heard, you know, even in the past on some podcasts since they went to AEW, they both felt like WWE was still their home regardless of where they were at. So it would be nice to see them back. Plus if they left, that would just leave the best friends to get the tag titles. No, you still got the Young Bucks, the stupid acclaim, the stupid private party, the stupid death triangle. Stupid Sammy Guevara and his fuck boys. Yeah, the list continues. So yeah, in other terms, FTR can lose. I mean, lose all the titles and leave. 
that still screws best friends. So thank you for trying to be positive, but it ain't happening. Tony Khan would have to retire mm. from AEW for those t- at this rate for them to get titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how are the acclaimed still tag top, tag champs is beyond me. All right. Anyways, yeah, let's not give it the acclaimed any more time than they deserve. <laughs> All right, Kayla, our final award of the show, wrestler of the year. You don't you don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm honestly torn between two of them. Um, so I'm actually going to give you two. Okay. Backup is from AEW. Only because of everything they've came back. Um, became the first ever three time. Even though some of his matches are too bloody or too short or stuff like that. Um, I think he just does it because he likes to have fun in the ring. So, backup wrestler of the year goes Mr. John Moxley. Um, and then, gosh. Male wrestler of the year, WWE. I'm getting tired of acknowledging you, Mr. Roman Reigns. Actually, no. Wrestler of the year slash manager, Paul Heyman. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's been doing a lot of work carrying a lot of carrying those titles uh, for the year and everything. So he's had like we're, we're most of the year since April and everything. So it's like he's had to like put on some extra weight on his shoulders and stuff. That so. and he's uh really gotten good with those um eyeball stretches too. The way he stretches those eyes out to stare at Roman every time he walks to the ring, it's like, why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, Jolie. I will not be acknowledging Roman Reigns. The wrestler of the year is the EST herself, Bianca fucking Belair. She wrestles every fucking week. She doesn't hide at home like a little baby back bitch like Roman Reigns. She doesn't need to bleed. No offense to John Moxley or Britt Baker or any of those people. She just puts on to quote Seamus banger after banger after banger. It doesn't matter if it's Becky Lynch. It doesn't matter if it's Bailey. It doesn't matter if it's whomever. She has knocked every fucking match out of this out of the park. And her feud with Becky has been one of the best feuds in all of WWE, hands down. They are the two best storytellers right now. And I don't care what anybody says. And I just feel that this has been the year of Bianca Belair. And I know that the misogynistic jackass is, well, it should go to a male. Well, fuck it. Suck my dick, dude. I don't fucking care. Because Bianca will wrestle at every show what she can. She takes time off only if she's severely injured or just needs a little bit of a break. But she's been on every show, whether she's wrestling or spinning a promo. She is constantly working backstage with the talent and she's not getting mad because Kevin Owens smacked her in the fucking face. Yeah, Roman, little bitch boy, getting mad that somebody smacked you in the middle of a fucking wrestling min. My God. 
But no, I, I do agree that, you know, Roman deserves some accolations, but I'm sorry if you are not on every show or wrestling events, then you can't be wrestler of the year to me. And she has done it all. She made sure to protect Becky when she tore her shoulder. She made sure to protect, you know, even when she faces Dakota, she makes sure she doesn't go for the knees like a lot of people do. Bianca is one of the safest wrestlers in ring. And honestly, I kind of can't wait to see if she does have to face Alexa. Because I think Becky might get involved with the match. And I wouldn't be mad if she has to face Alexa and Alexa finally does that turn, the turn that we all three agree that she needs to do. Yeah. And uh, can we all just say, um, Oscar, are you okay? She's coming. Kana is coming and I can't wait. She's coming. She's coming. I don't know if it's going to be Raw or SmackDown, but she's coming. So, like I said, you know, when I was talking about Bianca before, she just ticks every box. She sets the table for the matches that follow. She doesn't demand or need to have the the, the main events because she already knows that her match is going to be one of the most talked about matches. Yeah. So, for me, Bianca Belair, wrestler of the year. Okay. I had to think about this as well and everything. It's like, um, because it's like, yeah, the one one who stands out the most is Roman and everything because of just like the presence, the whole bloodline story and everything. But yeah, I I got to Yeah, if you have to cancel a vacation to help carry AEW because of bullshit going backstage and everything... But, um, no, nah, but, yeah, I gotta go Mox. Because I'm, but, but that shit aside, too, and everything, it's just, like, yeah, he's done a lot to help AEW out this year and everything. A lot of his matches, bloody as hell, of course. But um, he always puts on a good show for the folks and everything. So, yeah, Mox is my wrestler of the year, for sure. Roman a close second. All right, Jolie. You said you had a special award for Tony Khan? Oh, yes, I do. And I think Kayla is going to enjoy this one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, he's, she's, days and thems, I am going to introduce to you the first ever Jester's Jackass Award. And the Jackass Award goes to Tony motherfucking Khan himself. Why is he a jackass? Let's just look at his motherfucking record. He doesn't give the titles to people that absolutely deserve it, like Chris Statlander or the best friends. No, he gives it to motherfuckers that like to scissor each other. And he makes the one person a fucking female Goldberg. Now, we all know that I have issues with Jade. I do not think that she is the best wrestler. I do not think that she's being used in the proper way. I also feel that he is burying Nyla Rose in a stupid feud with her. No, Nyla needs to be going after Jamie Hayter for the women's title. You have Mox, MJF being the ones that back and forth, or Kenny Omega going back and forth for the title. Wardlow needs to be in that mix. Brian Cage needs to be in that mix. Where the fuck is Miro? At home because uh, he he hasn't liked any of the creative shit that AEW proposed. So again, 
the first ever Jackass Jester Award, the Jester's Jackass Award, goes to the incomparable, the idiotic, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars who fucking suck. Sorry, Dougie. I love you, but you got a shit team and a shit owner. Tony, I like to sniff Kenny Omega's ass because I think he looks amazing and I want to do everything for him and the Bucks to make them happy. And, you know, I I stroke Jericho's genitals because I need to make him happy, even though I did make Jericho drop the ROH title to Claudio. Con. (laughs) Kayla, do you approve of this message? Carolina Moss Lady approved. Yes. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh. I like that. I like that. You gotta remember that one for next year. <laughs> Just a jackass award. Do we got it? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll make it a monthly or weekly thing. Hey! There we go. <laughs> there we go. And you know what? I, I want to say this as well. The Booker of the Year, because we know it's coming, and I we all know that Wrestling Observer is most likely going to give it to him, but you have to give 100% props to Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Tony Khan, oh, not Tony Khan, Nick Khan, and HBK, along with Road Dog and all the other guys that have been helping with WWE and WWE's products. They have elevated it. They have made it a lot better. You know, yes, I get the ratings aren't as good as they wanted them to be, but, you know, it is Monday. I mean, it is football season, and we're getting into the heart of soon-to-be playoffs um, or getting playoff spots. So, you know, we are seeing a tick up in that. You got basketball. You got hockey. There's so much more going on right now. And, uh, but yeah, to me, 100%, and I think you ladies both agree as well, that Booker of the Year goes to WWE's new direction. Amen. 1,000%. I can officially say I've watched all of Raw and SmackDown, and it has been a while that it ever happened. When was the last time I sat down to watch an AEW event all the way through? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like I I, I can't and it's like yeah pretty much uh, I find out on just because of the wrestling Twitter and I tweet it I'll go online to watch the watch the clips oh okay Orange Cassidy retained oh this person okay oh okay that's it yep and if we if we were to give a fashion icon award in WWE Selena Vega especially with her outfit on Friday. Her, the, the, uh, her her homage to Aaliyah. Yeah, I I got fashionista definitely to uh definitely to Selena Vega for sure. And for most nostalgic costume of the year goes to the New Day, rocking the Power Rangers gear again. Um, rest in peace, JDF. Yep. Uh but yeah, no, I love Zelina and. Everything that she does. I am a Zelina Vega Stan account. I will always be a Zelina Vega Stan account. Um think she's one of the most amazing, humble people. The I know I say this a lot, but like the way that she treats her fans when she was off and doing her her Twitch thing. Um mm-hmm. 
you know, how she treats her fans and all that, you know, just absolutely 100% amazing. And, you know, she respects everybody that respects her back and gives her the respect back. So, yeah, and, definitely. But, but if we're also going to give it for the females, well, we have to give a fashionist, the, the fashion expert for the men. And that is the incomparable, and I cannot believe I am fucking saying this, Seth Rollins. Whether his outfits make you laugh, cry, or go, what the fuck? He has a fashion sense that only a gay blind man can love. Uh, do I need to get you drug, drug, drug tested as well? <laughs> I didn't say I enjoyed him. I just said I liked his fashion sense from time to time because I found it amusing. Yeah, that, that's the only way to describe it as amusing. It's either, okay, maybe not so bad. Um, uh, okay, and, and then there's the other, what the fuck? And then there's, oh my fucking God, you did not just do that. I.e. the coming out dressed as Dusty Rhodes. Exactly. That's a balls. And if he keeps... And it's like, I know that uh, Dustin's about to retire next year and everything, but it's like, if he keeps this up with Cody, Dustin may have to Dustin make a one-time one more, appearance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dustin will come back for backup. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he, he'll have to make a one-time appearance on WWE just to beat the shit out of uh, Seth. <laughs> you know what I hope? And honestly, if... Dustin does leave um, and it's the time where Cody wins the title. I hope Dustin's in the audience. Me too. And I hope he gets a moment in the ring with his brother with the title. Just because just because we all like what people don't understand like what Dusty meant to not only his family but to the fans that loved him from that generation to the fans that loved who he has created. He created Seth Rollins. He created Roman Reigns. He created Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Sasha, Alexa. He helped mold them. Right. So hell Bray Wyatt. Like you could see some of the influences, the way that Bray talks. Yeah. Wow. It's like 2022 was 2022 was a fantastic year in wrestling. Second half for sure. Can't wait to see what 2023 brings. All right, Jolie, any final thoughts? Well, no, actually I'm good. Out of the four, well, I got a quick question. Out of the teams that are left, who do you think is going to win the World Cup? I am rooting for Argentina because I have been like I've been a fan of Messi and Ronaldo for a long time. Ronaldo's become a spoiled little rich bitch boy. Um I broke down when Neymar cried because Neymar is also a very humble player, whereas Ronaldo's a fucking cunt. And uh but Messi is one of the humble players as well. So I am rooting for Argentina. My mom's rooting for Croatia, and uh I am rooting for Morocco over France, because fuck you, France. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I really want Messi to win because this is 99% his last World Cup. And Messi honestly deserves it. And Argentina deserves it as well. Yeah. It's like I was watching the end of um, Portugal and Morocco and everything. And it's like after the game, like Ronaldo's like walking back, crying his eyes out and everything. And it's like, he was like saying he walked off the field without even shaking anybody's hand. He pulled a fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, and so it's like, ah, okay, I was like, bye, bitch. 
karma. Right. Kayla, any final thoughts? Nah. You all right over there? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, question for you, Kayla. I didn't do it. No, not that. <laughs> uh, Clemson. They're in the playoffs. Are they going to win the championship? They're not in? They're not in the playoffs. It's it's Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. I thought they were in the playoffs. I thought there were six teams. Uh, No. Clemson's going to the Orange Bowl to play Tennessee, but there's only four teams in the playoffs. Okay. That's what I meant. Are they going to beat Tennessee? Sorry. My bad. Well, it depends what team shows up. The same team. No, I'm being serious. Um, the team that played Notre Dame and got their ass handed to them shows up. We're screwed. But the team that played South Carolina shows up. We're screwed. But with DJ Ugalele gone, or Ugalogli, Lugaliki, whatever you want to call his name, is gone, and Cade Klubnik or whatever is our starting quarterback, that freshman shows that he can kick some serious ass. So in a way, I'm kind of worried that we might, but I um, have faith in my Tigers. I think we got the win. It may not be a runaway game against Tennessee, but I think they have a I think they have a positive chance. They just need to come with their A game because tennis. It showed that Tennessee was able to beat Alabama this year, and there's other teams that they took out too. So, but I will say this: Georgia Bulldogs. I don't like you. And I sure hell don't like the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> but since I want the Buckeyes to lose, I'm rooting for the Bulldogs. Ah. So please, please beat the living daylights out of those stinky, smelly Ohio State Buckeyes and send them back to Columbus, Ohio, or in the famous words of Siri on the GPS one time, Columbus O Sue. Oh send them back to the G send them back with a loss and their tails stuck behind their legs. So go Georgia for one day only when you play them in January. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>